Welcome to Get Jashed, a conversation series where guests share their stories and how they learn, deal with, practice, screw up, and rise in leadership and communication. I'm your host, Jess Jash, founder and head creator at Jay Lee, where I help impact positive change in high-performance teams. I believe there is more than one way to do leadership and communication, so here we are. If you want to know more about how you or your team can work with me, head to j-lee, that's l-e-i-g-h dot com dot au. In the meantime, I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hello, hello. I am just going to jump straight in here because it's a conversation or maybe not so much a conversation as such, but a concept that I've been talking about and sharing and I guess conversing with people a lot lately. And that is around the concept of what it means to seek or receive help and our expectations we have on ourselves that get in the way of us doing so, right? So um, I am a new facilitator for Livin, the mental health charity, and not only are they a group of amazing people with really, really aligned values and everything, but obviously the message that they spread from a really safe and conscious and trauma-aware lens, not only does that resonate for me, but it also means that I get the opportunity to get up and help enable these conversations, not necessarily with me, but by presenting and by educating around it. So that means that I present their Live and Well program to schools and workplaces and groups like that. And, you know, there's a bit of practice because it's, it's not new information, but it's new content. And last week I got to deliver this session to a school and I use the example as we're wrapping up, I use the example just to bring it home of why it ain't weak to speak, which is their slogan and, you know, like reaching out and breaking the stigma and all of that around mental health. And this conversation isn't just about mental health, right? But just for this context, it was, I use the example of like, you know, we wouldn't expect ourselves to enter schooling and take ourselves through grade one to 12, all on our own without teachers there to guide us and literally teach us and expecting ourselves or our children to just know what it is that they need to know and be able to teach themselves. We wouldn't expect ourselves to have that capability. We wouldn't expect anyone to because it's unreasonable. It's not how we learn. So why, whether we're as adults or as young people, why do we have this kind of expectation and pressure on ourselves to be able to navigate other things in life all on our own without, without support, without help, right? And this is where it becomes maybe not just about mental health, but also about, you know, in business or in communication and leadership and all of these skills that are buildable skills that we don't really learn until or unless we are taught in some way 
and how we learn and how we're taught, you know, will vary from person to person. But we don't learn um, unless we have the opportunity to learn and, and are taught. So why do we expect ourselves in any of these areas? Why do we expect ourselves to just know or have the expectation that what we do know is all that there is to know? So I just want you to sit with that for a moment. Like I pause because it feels ridiculous when I put it that way. It feels like a ridiculous concept, but I've always sort of, I've always sort of been aware of that myself. Like I've always valued learning from other people, learning from where they're at, you know, various kinds of education that are very practical and play a role and, and never really expecting us to know everything. And that's why we, you know, that's why we learn together in togetherness. So when it comes to leadership, when it comes to communication, there is no way that we learn how to communicate better without going through it or have having someone you know, like show us as any, as example, you know, without having someone model it at the very least when it comes to emotional intelligence and leadership and empathy and understanding stress responses and the nervous system, we don't get to know that science without someone teaching us that science without someone who is qualified, who is educated like who is educated in that area, I mean, because everyone's educated in a sense, just what that means will vary from person to person, but someone who's educated in that area, who knows more literally because they have studied it. So it gives a, an oppor- us an opportunity to learn from them. That is how we learn. And this seems like a really, like I'm sitting here going, this seems like a really simple you know, concept, surely it's not episode worthy for the podcast, but, you know, I actually feel like it's so simple that it gets overlooked. I feel like sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm generalizing, of course, I know there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, duh, of course, but it's a way and a, and a frame of looking at it, a framing around it, that just brings it into a little bit more clarity that at the very least, hopefully gives you a little bit more permission as a reminder to go, oh yeah, if I need to reach out for help mentally, emotionally, professionally, or otherwise, if I need to reach out for help, it doesn't mean that I am broken or that I am not good enough or that I have failed because we literally, like, I really want to hone in that we don't know what we don't know. And you may or may not have heard of that phrase before, but to me, this is just a deeper, like, clarity around it. You don't know what you don't know. So why expect yourself, let's take it a bit further. Yes, you don't know what you don't know. So why expect yourself to know when you don't know? Or to have the understanding when you don't know. Or to, you know, to perform at a certain way when you don't know. Or to figure it all out on your own. 
and again, people learn differently. I was just pondering because, you know, there's a lot in, not in life itself, but, you know, like, there's a lot, generally speaking, that I feel like I've sort of, you know, figured a lot out on my own. But the reality is I figured it out because I've been observing other people, whether it's someone, you know, observing someone doing it the way that, you know, resonates with me or observing the opposite of, right? So there's always a learning in those different ways. And you can reflect on different areas of life where it's go, yeah, like now I know better. So I'm going to do differently or I'm going to do better or whatever it is. But notice how it is still because you have witnessed something else or experienced something else outside of your current realm that has taught you that. So notice how that opens up all of our learning experiences to be recognized beyond just the classroom, beyond, you know, just a certain way. This is how we learn. And what I see, and I think I'm feeling so passionate slash ranty, potentially ranty about it, is because I've witnessed so many people put so much pressure on themselves to just, like, they put so much pressure on themselves when they struggle and refuse, yeah, I'm going to use that word, refuse to sort of reach out for help or ask for help or recognise that help could be useful, like learning something from someone else in some way could be useful and sit in the struggle of where they're at because they're trying to figure it all out on their own. And over time, eventually, you know, that may and will happen in different ways to varying degrees, but it's going to be really painful. <laughs> like, you know, especially for the big life stuff, it, it might be a lot more painful it might take a lot longer with a lot more energy and where is the quality of life there? It's why we listen to podcasts. It's why we, you know, listen to non-fiction audiobooks or, you know, it's all of these things. It's why we have those elements. So if you're sitting here listening to the podcast, chances are... <laughs> I'm preaching to the converted. Chances are. But if this at the very least helps to give additional language or understanding or learning around the awareness of where we might keep ourselves stuck because we have this assumption about what we're meant to know and figure out on our own, then, you know, we're all the better for it. You know, we're all benefiting from it in some way, even if it's a reminder. And I feel so passionate about talking about these things because you know, in the mental health space, there are really frightening statistics 
around the people who, like the numbers who are impacted, fatally impacted. There are really frightening statistics around the people who we lose because we just didn't know. So in that space, it feels important to be talking about it to this level of passion. <laughs> but it goes for the same everywhere else because in a different context, in my work, like I see people who sit at work struggling they want to go for a leadership role and then maybe haven't had experience and then they just sit there continuing to wish for experience without looking around at you know who could they speak to who could they ask for assistance who could they you know look to as a mentor what could they do what course could they do Keep that part in the back of your mind because I have something coming for you in that area. But it's this whole thing of we sit there and we sit in struggle trying to do things on our own. And some things are meant to be done on our own for sure. But when we're in struggle because we don't know what else to do, we don't know how, we're, we, we put pressure on ourselves with that expectation of, well, I should, the, the almighty word should, I should be able to figure this out on my own. I have a great example that it's a really, like, I was going to say it's a really dumb example, but you know what? It actually impacts my life in such a positive way that it can't be dumb. Um, <laughs> I have more work beginning as of next week, which means that my days start early and it's on location, it's on site. So it means that I have to navigate peak hour traffic. So I have to leave at a certain time, which means that my morning routine of having a full cooked breakfast is a little threatened. <laughs> and that is really valuable to me because it helps to keep my energy levels there and my focus there and me eating healthy things and all of all of the reasons. And I've been sitting here all week going, yep, like this is all good, but I'm, I'm trying to just figure out the answer to how I navigate that piece. And I was on the phone to a really good friend of mine, one of my like soul family friends. And we were having our catch up this morning because she lives over in the States. So she might even be listening. Hi. Uh, but we we're having a catch up this morning because when we get the opportunity to, we'll just, you know, sit on FaceTime audio and just update on life and talk it through and, I mentioned that breakfast thing. I said, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to figure out this because it's, it's really important for all of the reasons. And she said, well, what if you just pre-make like breakfast burrito style things that you can just heat up in the morning and then it's done. And it sounds dumb because like, I'm so concerned with food <laughs> I'm, you know, it sounds like I'm so concerned with food that that's my biggest problem, like first world problems for sure. But like, but it is a concern because it's about taking care of myself. And I sat there all week 
trying to figure it out on my own. This is what I mean. And I, and I'm, I could have, but it was a lot of energy for me. Like that, that kind of thing is a lot of energy, which is why my breakfasts are the same when I cook them every morning, because I know exactly how long it takes and all of the things. It just makes my life and energy a lot easier. And her suggesting that she came in and she came in like, the learning there is because she's a mum of four and she's gone through all the sports days where they needed to be able to have a breakfast option that stayed warm and how to keep it warm um, for, you know, game days and everything like that. So I learned something from her perspective that I didn't have of my own. The logic, you know, could have come around, but at some point that logic has to come from somewhere, from seeing an example somewhere. And she gave me that example. She gifted me that example And immediately I went, oh, perfect. That's the solution. It's three days before this starts, this new routine starts. Perfect. I have time because that's important to me, not being rushed. Like, because I know my personal values around my energy. I know my needs around my energy. And that was a gift from someone else's perspective that I was struggling to come up with myself that I may have very well gotten to eventually, but God, the energy it would have taken. The energy and the drain of all of the things that I need to consider and think about. That, do I need to have to like have that as a drain? When I can just have this conversation, someone, you know, with someone who has had a version of this experience in a different way and said, well, why don't you do this? And I could see exactly how I would do it, exactly how it would work with the exact ingredients that I need, like that not need, but enjoy. And I would still enjoy the the food itself. And it seems dumb, but you know, it's not. (laughs) It's really not because how we experience our lives and how we use our energy is not dumb. And who knew that that was the lesson that would come out of this episode? Because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's exactly it. How we experience our lives and how we, ex- how we use our energy and spend our energy and what we spend our energy on is not dumb. So it's almost a call to value your energy even more when it comes to seeking out and receiving support where you're sitting in the cycle of, I can't figure this out, I can't figure this out, I can't figure this out, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. Obviously the food thing is a light example because it got pretty heavy there for a moment. But it's the same thing. I value my time and energy. And I didn't even know, like, I mean, I had this feeling that if I just talked it out loud with someone that a solution would appear and, and look what happened, easy. I wasn't asking for her to fix it for me. I wasn't, you know, complaining about it to everyone, waiting for someone else to come up with a solution. But I was just in the process and sharing with a friend. That's how simple it can be. But do you see the energy wastage or leakage or spend the energy spend that it could have been if I just sat in on my own 
Yes, am I capable of solving that quote-unquote problem? Yeah, of course I am. Are you capable of solving your own version of that? Of course you are. This isn't about capability. And, and on the flip side, just because I need the balance of it, it's also not about burdening others with your own, your own responsibilities too, right? But just because I have the capability to do something over time, maybe through great effort and energy and time expenditure, does not mean that I need to. When I first started hiring coaches to support me in my business, my main recognition around that was, you know what, in the last however long, I've come so far on my own. Even in the last year, I've come so far on my own and it was fucking tough and I did it. And I remember saying, I'm excited to see how far I get with actual support around me. And the shifts and the expansion in me has been monumental in that last two years that it has been. In that last two years of me expanding and receiving support, it has been monumental. Not always comfortable, but <laughs> but monumental in a way that I know wouldn't have happened if I'd kept going on my own. It's not to say that things wouldn't have worked out, but again, it would have been a lot harder without having support, someone, someone qualified to bounce things off, to talk things through, to give feedback, to help me see from the outside. Because when you're in it, Everything's harder, especially when there's an emotional reaction involved or an emotional involvement. Same with how we lead, same with how we communicate. So I hope this helps give you a little bit of a permission slip, if nothing else, to really recognize that it is okay and more than okay it is valuable to seek out and to receive support in the areas where you could do with more knowledge and more learning because you're not expected to know everything even about yourself you can know yourself but a lot of the times there are tools there are ways that help us see our blind spots as well so let this be that reminder or that permission slip or whatever it is that you needed it to be. And with that, a reminder, actually. So I am running an end of financial year sale because here in Australia, our end of financial year is um, 30 June. So I have a new bundle, which will exist beyond this anyway, called the Personal Communication Toolkit. And it has got three of my favorite, favorite courses in it at a bundled rate for the three of them. And they are really powerful and hard hitting and help you give you the foundations for 
your own sense of understanding and empowerment within your communication expression and what's going on for you. So involved in that is the open communications, um, open communication series of three, they were live streams that I did three sessions around the nervous system, understanding it, recognizing it, regulating it as you're expressing yourself. Um, and then Boundaries 101 and Boundaries 102. So Boundaries 101 is boundaries, three sessions again, boundaries with yourself, boundaries with others and embodying your boundary itself, which is a soul flow session in that. Boundaries 101, uh, 102 is energetic boundaries. So you get all three of those at a bundled rate in the personal communication t- toolkit. So there's that in itself. And then the special offer until 30 June for end of financial year is if you purchase that toolkit between now and 30 June, you receive a 22% off discount code for a different course that I created four years four, four or five years ago now uh, called Yoga for Workplace Wellbeing. And there is a six-week or session course that takes you through personal exploration and awareness tools as well as a correlating yoga practice and we work through each part of the body or a different area of the body each week and it's all connected to how elements you might experience or feel in the workplace and empowering yourself with those skills with that awareness so if you purchase the personal communication toolkit bundle in june you get a 22 percent off because it's the 22 financial year uh 22 percent off discount code for the six session or six week or six module yoga for workplace wellbeing course that is so powerful. So I will include the links in the captions and show notes for that. It's just, I'm just excited. And it's also birthday month too. So I'm just excited to bring you things and remind you that things are there in a way that makes it a little bit more achievable and to celebrate in that way. So if you want to celebrate with me and help me celebrate my birthday, um, you can do so by, yeah, by getting in on that and gifting yourself with that as well. So with all of that being said, keep giving yourself permission to not have all the answers, but to also let yourself receive support in a way that helps you grow and learn more about the things that you need, about the areas that are useful for you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Get Jashed. If you dig these conversations, please subscribe and share a review. If you want to know more about how you can dive deeper into these topics for yourself, head to j-lee.com.au forward slash courses. You can also follow me on Facebook and YouTube by searching j-leigh and Instagram at j underscore dot leigh to see the full videos of these episodes and keep up to date with what's going on in our world of communication, emotional intelligence and well-being.